and we're inside of it. This is Western Kabuki coming back at it again. Uh, as ever, we are discussing the various ways in which people are lying on the internet. And I am once again joined by my esteemed colleague, Dr. Steve Pretzel, to discuss the fiendish way that people are uh, uh, pretending to be yourself. So, Doctor, uh, what do you have to say about these uh, people? Well, you know, it's just an unfortunate reality of Elon Musk's Twitter. Um, but I will say we're going to move forward. We're going to do the best that we can. And good good evening, everybody. Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Pretzel. Uh, and I am, of course, here with Juniper as well. June, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. That's so good to hear. And we are thrilled to be joined with the content connoisseur himself, the uh, streamer, podcaster, tweeter, journalist, Matt Binder. Matthew, good evening. Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah, thanks for coming on. No, I, I can't think of a, a better week to do this, honestly. I mean, <laughs> what, a, what a fantastic resource of content, really. Yeah, we, the we content saw what was going on. The are, are yeah. bright. <laughs> yeah, Twitter started popping off with the whole, like prioritization of of replies and uh, like under posts and there was so much gold and we were like we have to we have to talk about this shit it's insane twitter is just popping off right now it's we try really hard to stay away from time sensitive stuff but i mean how do you not talk about this when you have a podcast like ours you know yeah right so matt what is like what had because you've written several articles in the past uh, couple of weeks about the the absolute insanity that has been the rollout of the new Twitter verification system in which you can pay either eight dollars or eleven dollars depending on who's yelling at you. Um, you can <laughs> figure you can pay some amount of money in order to be uh, paid attention to. Um, so how has this how has this affected you like? What have you been seeing on the ground, on the ground floor of the uh, the freaks? <laughs> right, right in the trenches over at uh, Twitter. It. Right, exactly right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's been it's been uh, great for me. Uh, lots of content. I mean, and that's what's most important. Uh, but you know, it's it's weird to because you know, I always I, even before Elon Musk took over Twitter, I was always like, you know, I really built my Twitter. Uh, you know, my my presence on Twitter over YouTube, which pays its users, over Twitch, which pays its creators, over even Facebook, which pays its creators. I chose the one platform that uh, does not give two shits to pay its creators, but that's just how the cards ended up. Um, yeah, I mean, Elon Musk took over and promised a lot of things, and clearly he does not know how to how to deliver them. I. I think that he has done everyone a service by running Twitter the way he has because it really is a mask off moment for all those people who think that like, oh, billionaire, uh, successful business owner, they got to be really smart. I mean, I mean, we're seeing the proof right here that the guy does not know what he's doing and all his ideas are really bad. Yeah, it's stunning how like I feel like the thing with Elon Musk is he's always overpromised and never delivered even close. Like with the the what's it called the Boring Company that's his like tunnels, his right. like tunnel highways. He's <laughs> I mean that's never delivered. He's he's lied about pretty much everything he's ever done, and now he's just, he's doing it on social media where we get to watch as it right. happens. 
So don't it's, forget, it's, it's it like was, in front it of was, our faces now. It was twelve years ago that he well, he said twelve years ago that he can see a scenario where in ten years we'll be on Mars. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and then whenever you bring. When, and when you do bring that up, his 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 uh, you know his fanboys love to go. Well, that was like the best case scenario. He also said like it could be fifteen years. Well, I'm watching that SpaceX rocket last week go up and explode, and I'm thinking hey, I don't think we're going to be on Mars in three years either. Ooh, the blue checks rained down on me because of that shit. Um, that was uh, that was actually an extremely successful launch. Uh, that <laughs> <laughs> so so I I have a have a fan of my previous podcast of Reply All who who is a huge Elon Musk reply guy who has two and a half million followers. So oh god, I made a response to the exploding uh, the quote unquote <laughs> successful launch and just just quote tweeted something that said it was a successful launch. And I said, doesn't seem that successful to me. Uh, and he responded to it angrily, even though he's a fan of the, he's a fan of my old show. He has a, he's like, well, I'm a heterodox thinker and I can handle people who have different ideas than me or whatever. So, <laughs> so he responded Debate to it <laughs> and I got fucking inundated, just inundated with freaks. People being like, when did, what kind, how many rockets have you sent into space? <laughs> it, don't you understand that it was meant to do this? Blah, 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 blah. And then like immediately after it was like his uh, entire space program has been grounded and we have to do all kinds of EPA impact reports because debris and toxins have been spreading throughout the uh, launch area. It's, it's really uh, amazing to see it because I, you know, there, there's this like copy pasta that goes around and I think it sort of wraps up like the Elon Musk mindset for a lot of people. And it's I've seen it among like, you know, like software developers and application like app programmers where it's like it's something like, you know, it's one of those corny copy and paste, but it actually does fit exactly that sort of, uh, you know, scenario where it's like, you know, uh, everyone told me he was a genius, but I don't know anything about building electric vehicles so i was just like okay i guess i believe you then everyone told me he was a genius but i don't know anything about building rocket ships so i, I guess <laughs> i believe you but then he started getting involved in a social media platform and i actually know code and i could tell you this guy is a huge fucking idiot it's like <laughs> you know it's well I, and I and i think that is like it's sort of corny but i think that really does sort of explain um, the areas he was in before, and even for like the employees of these companies too, like if you're a, a electric car maker, like that's your science, you know how to do that stuff. If you're, uh, you know, you, you went to school for space stuff and, you know, you dream of building rocket ships, there's not like many options in those industries. Tesla and SpaceX are pretty much the big ones in each industry. Uh, but when it comes to Twitter, those employees have a lot of options for other companies that will treat them a lot better and, and pay them a lot better too. Or they could also just go off and do their own thing. Like a lot harder to start your own EV company or rocket ship company, but you could definitely start your own little stupid app. Absolutely. Yeah. And then especially I imagine people are way more open to going elsewhere after you fire like 90% of the people that used to work for Twitter <laughs> in right. like a very unceremonious evil way. So yeah, he's, 
I was going to say he's he's created yeah. a very like hostile work environment where where like the the tech bro like archetype yeah, that's is the only type of person remaining. Also, people who are stuck on uh, worker visas who that literally too. can't leave. Yeah, that that's, is that's the thing actually that a major. I think about is the people who are who actually can't leave Twitter because uh, they have they have work visas. And are basically hostages to this guy who's like, yeah. well, Twitter 2.0 means you have to work 18 hours a day. Yeah, I think that Elon, like, has been the greatest victim of the Dunning-Kruger effect the world has ever seen. That he <laughs> knows so little about so little that he thinks it's a somehow a strength of his. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you know, he he's he wants to be and this this is something that I think a lot of people have have pointed out. Like he wants to be a poster so bad. Like he really wishes he was a poster. And there's many different types of posters you can be. Uh, apparently, he's just not good at any of them. And so he bought this platform. Uh, and, I, you know, that's not one of the reasons in all the plethora of evidence that we have. Uh, where he stated his various reasons, but I think that is partially it too, uh, that he bought it. And, you know, who who wouldn't love the owner of the platform, right? I mean, everyone <laughs> loved the Jack Dorsey. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is a huge fan of Jack. Uh, right. Speaking of which, uh, find us all on Blue Sky or yeah. however. <laughs> yeah, we're having it's fun the on the first there. fun day I've had on social media in years. It was fun. Sky. It has it's been, been fun. fun so far. I've I, I reposted a bunch of my old viral tweets. Uh, it's been a good time. Um, <laughs> but the like, I I feel like Elon thought that. Twitter was something entirely different than it was. And I think he was sort of a victim of um, having like millions and millions of followers and just like the algorithm being so kind to him that all of his sycophants will get kicked to the top and he'll think that's all of Twitter. And he made such a massive error in judgment that I, I like literally can't believe that anyone still rides for him. But the 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 the, the, the really like... The really grim part about it is that there are so many people who still ride for him and it's not good enough. He's not happy with it. He doesn't. There are all these people who are like, Elon, you are the coolest. We love you, sir. Thank you. And then normal people are like, those guys are fucking dorks. And <laughs> Elon is like, fuck, they are dorks. And now uh, that's all we see in his replies <laughs> is hordes and hordes of the biggest. He's punishing dorks. us for not liking him enough. Yeah, I, mean, I, re I actually I really think he actually has like Facebook grandma mindset. Uh, he, he, without a doubt, got radicalized during covid. Uh, it's it's uh, very yeah. clear. Like like before that, he, he definitely had shitty politics, obviously, but he had the regular, normal, shitty politics that every one of these billionaire tech people have. Um, but it's clear that he got further and further towards the right over the past year couple of years and mm -hmm. he, he is in a he's living in a bubble like in and you know the the when he tried to back out from buying twitter and uh twitter took uh, you know sued him and was going to take him to court uh as part of that uh that case there had they had to release text messages private personal text me text messages from Elon Musk's phone that were about the purchase of Twitter. And in those text messages, one of the main conversations that really stuck out to me 
was uh, a conversation with one of his ex-wives, uh, actress Tallulah Riley. I think she's most b- best known for she was in um, that HBO show uh, uh, Westworld. And she is apparently a right winger, too. And she was really upset that Babylon B got suspended from Twitter. And she at one point outright texts Elon, can you do something about this? Can you just buy Twitter? And that's one of the earliest conversations on Elon Musk's personal private phone regarding the possibility of buying Twitter. Like that's without a doubt one of the things that sparked it just to just to give you an, an example of how ridiculous this whole thing his, is his ex-wife was the first person to say elon do something elon please <laughs> right. no, that's then, i forgot about that i remember that when that came out at the time that's i it's been so long i feel like that's been like a year ago at this point but it, you're totally it, right I think those texts were actually a year ago now because a year ago this week is when he actually makes that offer to Twitter when he actually wanted it the first time. Oh, my God. We've been on this ride for so long at this point. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that 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 bubble he's in, that right wing bubble that he's in, I think that speaks to, um, you know, what happened this week with the verification uh, badges like he just like all those people who are buying the blue check marks for $8. Like they they really think that those verification badges did something. Like they think they were an elite status, like, uh, you know, uh, uh, doled out by Twitter, uh, by who knows, I don't know, like King Arthur's court. Uh, and <laughs> as, as these things were being doled out, that gave each of these users a power. Like um, Beyonce would not have become a, the superstar she is <laughs> if she wasn't given a blue check by Twitter. Like they really have to believe that because if you look at them now, they're whining about how they're not getting the likes and retweets they thought they would with the blue check. I mean, that that tells you a lot about what they thought they would get from that. Yeah, I saw I saw multiple people like multiple of these like Twitter blue Elon Stan um, people accuse what's his name Stephen King of like clout chasing by claiming he didn't pay for the blue check that Elon gave him. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean clout chasing? He would be totally fine without Twitter. Like you're right; these people just fundamentally fundamentally misunderstand what the old system was for. And I feel like I'm in like a bizarro world where they still just don't get it. They still to this day. Right now, they still just don't understand the difference between what it was and what it is now. And the it, thing it, it find, boggles my mind. The thing I find so dark about that is that any one of us could just buy a blue check and receive a serious level of respect and understanding from the absolute worst people alive. They would immediately just want to be our friends. And that's that's kind of disconcerting that... Oh, oh Matt, you still have one, though, don't you? I do. I was uh, I was gifted mine by Elon Musk personally. It's, <laughs> oh, <we're, laughs> uh, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, I can't believe that. Yeah. Do you kind of want to explain? Are you? There was, do you have there was more a than a million followers? I, I I don't know. Um. So oh. yeah. I guess. Yeah, let, let me. I guess let's let's yeah, let's I would rewind. Like to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I saw this happen. It was amazing. <laughs> it was very so. Funny. So Thursday. Um. Is so Thursday four twenty. Ha ha ha. Elon Musk uh, loves. Uh, the oldest, dumbest online jokes there there are. Um, he 
decided that was the new date uh, that Twitter would remove those legacy verified check marks from all the people who got the check mark for free under the old Twitter. You know, he originally, you know, it's been clear he hates those check marks since he bought the platform. He gave uh, an official date of April 1st, but he didn't deliver then. And then on 420, he actually did a pretty rare thing for him and he delivered. Um, he removed those check marks and there were a few celebrities who whined about losing them. Like there were, there were a lot of celebrities who like said something about it, but it was just like, goodbye, blue check. Some people like, you know, George Costanza from Seinfeld was like, without the check mark, I don't want people to impersonate me and, and, you know, scam my followers, which is actually the, the reason why Twitter rolled that out back in 2009. Um, and so, you know, people like uh, with that mindset, like Jason Alexander actually said they were leaving the platform altogether. But um, like people like William Shatner were complaining that they wanted it or whatever. And then after he removed them all, people noticed that three people who were quite clear that they weren't going to pay for it still had the check mark, And that was LeBron James, William Shatner and Stephen King. Now, Shatner, the night before, thanked Elon Musk for some random thing. You know, William Shatner clearly has bad politics. So he probably actually had a phone call with Elon Musk, and Elon Musk said he'd pay for it. And I bet Shatner was actually very appreciative and accepted it. Uh, I just, um, just to interrupt for, for one second, one of the few huge celebrities I am blocked by, I have no idea why, William Shatner. <laughs> okay, Amazing. and just, yeah, I mean, and just to respect, just to put some respect on Captain James Tiberius as uh, Kirk's name. I don't want to, you know, uh, uh, he he has his own ways. He can do what he wants. Also, he's like ninety two, so uh, right. we can't we can't take him too too seriously. <laughs> he he also has the best take uh, of all the people I've heard from who've uh, traveled to space. Actually, uh, he his take oh, on it awesome. is actually. Yeah. A, it's a slap in the face to what Elon Musk wants to do. And it's, and Jeff Bezos, who actually took him on the trip. It was amazing. Like Shatner comes back down and the, the press is asking him like, oh, how do you feel? And they were expecting like, oh, the, the vastness of space was so beautiful and made me excited for the journey that mankind's about to go on or some bullshit like that. But instead he was like, it actually made me really depressed because I saw nothing out there. And then I looked below me and saw beautiful earth. And I thought everything we need is right down there. And like, that's, that's exactly the op. And then Jeff Bezos actually then pop champagne to like cut him off and like celebrate <laughs> their, their rocket adventure or whatever. But he like, is, you know, it's, it's yeah. He's yes. been like that in every interview since too. They will just be like, what do you think about this new Twitter blue check thing? And he'll be like, we, we have destroyed the only thing we ever had. Uh, <laughs> and we have to deal with the guilt uh, for generations to come. Yeah, he was very right. clearly moved. It, it was a very yeah. moving speech that he gave, and it clearly changed something in his head, which, I mean, I, I thought that was, it was, it was what he said was beautiful, honestly. Then you have Jeff Bezos back on Earth wearing a cowboy hat for some reason, popping <laughs> bottles, and it's like, oh, God. Right. Just the worst annoying people. <laughs> right. So, so Shatner, Shatner gets that check and, and it seems like he wanted it, but that's whatever. But uh, Stephen King and LeBron James were actually adamant about not wanting it. Like if, if you'll recall, uh, Stephen King very early on when, when it was like, this was like last November and November, 2022, 2022. Yeah. Um, when Musk was like, um, we're going to get rid of the old verification system and start a, a, a subscription based verification system. 
and Musk threw out the number of $20 per month. And Stephen King was like, this is stupid. I'm not paying for it. And Musk was like, went into his mentions, was like, how about eight? <laughs> like haggling with Stephen <laughs> King. <laughs> and I gotta I say, totally forgot that that is where the $8 figure came from, was a back too. and forth with Stephen King. Right, and if you actually take the the long game version of that story, uh, Elon Musk, the ultimate deal maker, actually ended up getting get, getting haggled down to negative eight, being that he's paying for Stephen King's uh, checkmark. <laughs> oh my God, he's a king deal maker. Oh my lord, that is so. It just funny. reminds me of uh, Trump's Truth Social post about Elon begging like a dog. <laughs> yes, right. he was on his knees. Yeah, like a dog. <laughs> I could get him on my knees. That was yeah. such an amazing Trump post. <laughs> right. I so forgot the two about kinds that of deal, one. guys. Yeah. You know, and, but I got, you know, Trump actually is a pretty good uh, deal maker if you consider all the, the billions he probably extorted from the government when he was president and just siphoning money to his hotels. Like, oh, the Secret Service, uh, we're just going to spend every day at my hotel and we're going to give the Secret Service the uh, presidential suite and charge them for that. <laughs> <laughs> he got his bag he got his bag as president you gotta respect right. it yeah <laughs> he right. absolutely did the thing that he was he set out to do set out yeah. to do set out to do set out Whoa. to do set out to do set out to do set out to do set out that was awful <laughs> we should keep that part in that was, pretty yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah, terrible alex. i hated that so alex. much <laughs> alex keep that in keep that one in all right sorry <laughs> guys we'll going. Sorry, sorry no you're good sorry. <laughs> So, so, so then we get to LeBron James, who like that was the biggest one, like, you know, Stephen King and, and he's obviously huge, but he's on social media. That's not that crazy getting, you know, to think that Elon Musk would reach out to him. But LeBron James was out, was like quite adamant. He put out a tweet that was like, I'm not paying nothing for a check mark. And then all these like sports writers came out and were like, no, uh, LeBron's actually notoriously uh, stingy when it comes to paying for like premium services. Someone brought up a story where like they were in the locker room interviewing or whatever, and LeBron James had his like um, uh, Pandora radio on, and all the ads were playing because he refused to sign up for Pandora's like <laughs> Pandora's like five dollar premium ad free service. Oh, that's um, awesome! <laughs> right, right. He so, really is King James. Absolutely true, true proletariat. And so I forgot which reporter, but someone ended up getting in touch with him or his management or, or someone close to LeBron James. And they were like, uh, Elon Musk reached out to LeBron and offered to give him a complimentary Twitter Blue subscription. And LeBron <laughs> turned it down. <laughs> and so uh, Elon Musk still just threw the check mark on him. Uh, <laughs> And and I should note too that like um, when when you see these the, the coverage of this and I'm jumping ahead a little bit but I, I want to put this here because it, it it's specific to like someone as big as LeBron a lot of these uh, you know articles that have come out are like oh all these people got the blue check back their blue check back from Elon Musk but that's actually not true because th this might not seem like such a big you know uh, uh, difference but for a celebrity it probably is and I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see uh, a lawsuit that comes out of this um but they did not get their old check mark back because the old check mark specifically said when you clicked it that this was a legacy verified account the new check mark they have actually says this user is subscribed to Twitter Blue 
and verified their phone number with us, which obviously none of these celebrities who got it have. But like it looks like by, you know, that it's saying that on their account, it looks like they're endorsing the service by paying for it, which they are not. Which huh, so could they, be illegal. Yeah, like a like a brand protection type of problem, right? That like maybe uh, the estate of Anthony Bourdain didn't want him to purchase Elon Musk's right. check mark. Right, right. Exactly that. Like it looks like these celebrities enjoy a service and are paying for it. Um, and in uh, Anthony Bourdain's case, from Beyond the Grave. Um, but yeah, so so he does that on Thursday, and then on Friday I published a piece in Mashable um, about the Block the Blue campaign. Now I don't know exactly who the first person to post that hashtag was. But certainly the biggest person who posted that hashtag was Drill. Oh, yeah. That's and, when I first saw it. That's when I first right. came on my radar, too. Yeah. And he had tweeted it out how everyone should, you know, hashtag block the blue back in November when Elon Musk first, you know, was was talking about the idea of charging for it. Um, and I emailed Drill a couple of weeks ago and asked him and he got back to me like a, a week or two later with answers to all my questions. and. Uh, I, you know, the piece published with, uh, comments from drill and he gave me some great ones. And I spoke to other like prominent, uh, you know, Twitter users like the band Eve six, mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and, and the piece sort of just took off and went viral. It, it, uh, the, the hashtag block the blue started trending and, and drill hadn't tweeted it out since November too. Um, and it, by Saturday morning, uh, it was on the trending topics list of Twitter. And I think it even had its own, like on that website, like know your meme that like Wikipedia for memes, it had its own entry by that point. And I noticed that, um, Elon Musk started liking tweets <laughs> from other big users who are fans of his that were criticizing block the blue, um, <laughs> One tweet was uh, from Robert Scoble, this like old school, like tech evangelist guy who uh, most people probably know him as the guy who single handedly killed Google Glass by turning it into the nerdiest thing on the planet when he took a <laughs> selfie of himself wearing it while taking a shower. Oh, my uh, God. I, I forgot about that shit. That. That's the same dude. Okay. I, I remember that. Oh, my God. There was someone in my high school that had a Google Glass and he got made fun of so much. He stopped wearing it after a week. Like everyone hated it. it was, and you, if you're you too like, young to remember this, when you had if this you're too thing. young to remember this, they were like $3,000. So the fact that somebody <laughs> would stop wearing it is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he had this in high school. $3,000 piece of technology. <laughs> after a week, he was done. <laughs> and then another tweet that Musk liked that was uh, specifically talking about Block the Blue. And this, this one was my favorite um it was from tim sweeney the ceo and founder of epic games the company <laughs> that makes fortnite and, and this yeah. is the most fantastic tweet ever and especially is great when you re recall here that elon musk liked this tweet like he endorsed this tweet 
And Tim Sweeney tweets out, people in this hashtag block the blue pressure campaign are losers and goons. They're the cool kids from junior high who work to exclude we nerds from the cool kid events. Uh, <laughs> Basically so, saying that the people who are paying for the blue check are the people who got stuffed in the lockers and us, the ones who were against that stuff, are the ones that are the, are the cool kids in high school who were doing the stuffing. When it comes to like so Tim Sweeney. I don't like you have a net worth of close to ten billion dollars by making a shittier version of Steam. Like, what do you want? What do you like? What is it? What are you actually complaining about? You're like, what? What level of power do you not have? So this that- is so. This is the thing is that I'm seeing with these people is it's just a a very deep level of like grievance of like we yeah. never got something or the this type of person doesn't like us and it's really <laughs> pathetic because like. What nerds didn't get their respect in high in middle school? If you were born in this century, yeah, these guys are both in their fifties, by the way. You're an adult. If you were born in this century, you're an adult, and you should be over middle school for a lot of those people. You know what I mean? It's like if you're twenty years old, you should be over middle school. However, the fuck old that guy is, it's fucking ridiculous. And and and, and like. There's no uh, shoving into lockers in schools now. This is like a conception that you only know about from like the Simpsons. And to say nothing so of the like, fact that ninety percent of the people with blue checks are just fucking journalists. Like it's they're the dorks who got shoved into lockers in high school. They're not doing any bullying. They're making fun of you because you're a herb. <laughs> Right, right. No, exactly. And, you know, maybe maybe being that uh, looking at the people who are buying these blue checks, uh, maybe we do need to bring back the the locker stuffings and <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, then that's why there's been so many like insane takes, I feel like in the last week, like the the insane posts and replies per second that we've discovered in the last week has just skyrocketed because these people are just not adjusted. They're not normal. These aren't, these are people that needed to be stuffed in lockers that didn't, they never did. And they needed to be, (laughs) they're just weirdos. I don't know. It's, it's been, it's been fun, but the the exposure, the overexposure to like insane people is so much. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Everybody, uh, you know, everybody who came out of school in the 90s and early 2000s, they were like, D.A.R.E. was a terrible program and it was really stupid. But the anti-bullying stuff was good. And now we're learning that we should have kept the bullying, too. It's, <laughs> it was all it was all a big misstep from the federal government. D.A.R.E. was right. just a failure of a program. Yeah. <laughs> so so when we so on Saturday now, we're back uh, back to Saturday now. Um Yes. Where am I? Where was I? Okay, so back to Saturday. Musk's, Musk likes those tweets. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, and the block the blue stuff is really going now. Obviously, when you got, the, the you know, the Musk sycophants, the biggest Musk sycophants talking about it, and Elon Musk himself liking the tweets, then it's only like for like the, you know, Streisand effect. It's only getting larger and more and more people are tweeting about it. It went from like, you know, a few tweets every minute to like one of those crazy like things where you click the trend and it's like every couple of seconds, like the feed just refreshes and like 20 new tweets are there. And uh, Elon Musk tweets out checkmate, just randomly, no context, two separate words, checkmate. And so I saw this and I'm like, okay, he's planning some stupid shit. We'll have to, we'll have it. Who knows what? 
Um, and so, and then someone had asked me earlier too, like, what if, what if he was to actually give you a check mark, like to own you? And I was like, he would never do that because then I'd actually have to hand it to him because that'd be pretty funny. And lo and behold, like no more than maybe like 30, 40 minutes later, I see, uh, and I was like at my, uh, I haven't told anyone this yet. I was at my kid's soccer game and it was oh his first God. game of the season. <laughs> And he's just seven years old and he's really excited and my phone's buzzing. And so I look at it and it's right before the game starts. And I see all these tweets where it's like, oh my God, you guys, he did it. He did it to you. <laughs> and then I see like the, the drill tweets come in because drill, I guess, was aware too. He did the same thing to drill. And as far as I know, at that moment, it was just me and drill that got that check mark mm -hmm. um because uh i think that's was his joke that he was gonna put it on drill and i to sort of i guess either stop block the blue or if he couldn't stop it we would drill and i would get hit by friendly fire because a lot of people weren't just like manually going through and clicking it people had created like chrome extensions where basically you install this chrome extension you activate it on your Chrome web browser, and when you would just scroll through a through a like through a, a tweet comment section, and there would be blue checkmark replies, it would automatically start blocking them. So if you just went to a uh, like a, a a use like if you went to like an Elon Musk tweet where you'll see like a thousand blue checkmark replies, you could just scroll through, and the Chrome extension in like five seconds would block a thousand blue check subscribed users. And so I guess he thought either you know it would stop it or we would get hit by that and and get blocked by a bunch of people. Um, Drill then started doing this thing <laughs> where if you change your if you're a Twitter blue subscriber and you change your username, uh, they temporarily take away the blue check until they can confirm your new username, like your new profile name, I should say. Like not he didn't change his ad handle, just like the 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 where you put your name. Um, and they they actually uh, rolled that out back in November uh, after, after the November Eli Lilly first, thing, right? Yes, the Eli Lilly thing, where <laughs> where anyone back in November when this first launched, there was like truly the wild wild west. That where, was an like, amazing time too. That that November day when he introduced it, so good. Right, basically anyone could pay eight bucks for any single account, no like oversight or overview, and you automatically got the blue check, regardless of whether you were a parody account or whatever. And everyone had a lot of fun with that. Uh, and so they instituted this thing where basically they don't give you the blue check um, if you change your name. That way they could just confirm you weren't doing something like that. Um, but I should also say that they don't confirm it at first either. Uh, you just have to have an account that's older than like, I think 30 or 60 days. So it, it so th uh, there were like some open neo-Nazis and like white supremacists. Some of them even had like racial slurs, like the N word, just like right in their ad handle that were getting Twitter verified and then openly like tweeting out like, well, I can't believe me an open neo-Nazi that's got swastikas and uh, hitler paraphernalia all over my profile page just got verified this is great and so you know it's i don't know what the fuck they think they're thinking of doing over there but um so joe kept changing his username and they kept manually putting the blue check back on until i guess the guy or girl who musk uh had doing this had to go home for the day 
And now Drill's profile is just stuck in limbo where it doesn't have the blue check, but he can't change his profile. So so that was one thing that Drill did. Um, that was and very then funny. For me, I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it for a few days and have fun with it. Because uh, my first idea was to antagonize the biggest right-wing accounts who constantly complain to Elon about how they're not getting their money's worth. Like the first thing I did was I replied to Cat Turd and I was because Cat Turd was like, oh man, all these uh, celebrities are complaining about the loss of their blue check. And all I needed to do was pay $8 uh, for, for, uh, for this. And I was like, oh really? Musk is charging you eight? I got mine for zero. I'm not even a celebrity. <laughs> and like, you know that shit bothers them. Of course. You know that absolutely Of all people on the them. internet, yeah. Cat Turd was yeah. absolutely incensed by that. But I think it's probably also important to to clarify for our listeners who don't know you matt have had run-ins with elon in the past so i think it was like a a very direct choice for him to gift you one specifically yes uh, absolutely um back in uh december when those uh the seven journalists who were yes. reporting on the elon jet tracker got suspended and that was a whole big thing i, I was one of them and um then I'm also the one who was responsible for later that day, uh, Twitter spaces going yeah. down for 24 hours because I you joined the loophole. space. Yeah. Yeah. That allowed so my suspended account to join the Twitter space and they proceeded to shut down Twitter spaces for uh, a day so they could close that loophole. So he definitely, I mean, I, I assumed he was aware of who I was. Oh, he but, knows. Uh, he hates your guts. How does that feel knowing <laughs> that that man hates you because of that specifically? That's got to feel pretty good, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's without a doubt, like uh, a feather in the cap. No, no doubt about it. Like, it's a I big don't, accomplishment. Yeah. That's yeah, huge. Like, yeah. I, like if, if there was one person who, um, you know, and I'm not going to say this about Elon Musk specifically, just the fact that, he is a, a billionaire and the richest, if if and if not the richest, the second richest. Changes depending on uh, how much he fucks things up uh, this week. Um, <laughs> but it's it's someone who's very rich, and uh, as uh, Katie Nadopoulos from BuzzFeed put it, apparently I own a palatial estate in his head. I mean, it is uh, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> You really did. You haunted him in that space. I, I, I didn't get to see it live. I watched a recording of it, of him realizing you were there in that space, having suspended you for the the assassination coordinates or whatever that whole bullshit thing was. We talked about this. Uh, fans of the show will remember a little bit on the Taylor Lorenz episode. She kind of have ran that down. This was what she was talking about specifically. Right. She had got her account suspended, too, uh -huh. because yeah. and not even for the Elon Jet Tracker stuff. That the day after or like two days after I got suspended, they rolled out that really insane policy where if you tweeted out links to your other social media profiles, <laughs> you would get suspended. <laughs> and she had like posted a tweet just filled with all of her different social media handles and she got temporarily suspended too for that. I mean... I, it, every move from this guy just shows he's got no idea what he's doing. And I mean, so after he he puts the check mark on Drill and I, and you know, people have asked me like, are, how are you sure that he, you know, knowingly did it just to you and Drill purposefully? And it's because um, there's this uh, Twitter daily news account 
that's like just like a, a a Twitter like news profile page that on Twitter that just like is run by like an Elon fanboy that tweets out Twitter news. Yeah, it's, it's called it's like Twitter Daily. Daily or something. Yeah. Because- yeah. So I thought that was like an official account at first, and then I started like looking into the replies, and like Elon would start replying to, it and it's like, oh, it's just like a sycophant. I thought it was like an official thing, but no, no that's just right. someone who pays a thousand dollars a month to be Elon Musk's friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, and. You know it's not official because you can't if uh, you can't create a username on Twitter. This is even from before Musk, and it's a sensible thing for a, you know a social media platform like the company to do. Uh, if you're creating a username, you actually can't put the word Twitter in your handle. They've reserved that only for official accounts. Oh. So this Musk fan wanted to create like a Twitter news account, and he had to use uh, the word titter instead of twitter because he's not allowed to <laughs> amazing and that's and then and, after that or i don't know if it was after that but then elon changed the like headquarters to titter as well recently just incredible right. 2000s early 2000s humor just awesome right. stuff right and then the landlord actually told him that it's part of the lease he's not allowed to do that <laughs> and he had to he had to like change it back or something but so that account basically tweeted out uh that day's twitter news which was me and drill getting the blue check mark and so he screenshotted just drill with the check mark and me with the check mark and uh elon musk uh, and and uh, the the tweet was like something like uh elon trolls the most prominent uh campaigners for hashtag block the blue and elon then replies something like a troll me like basically confirming that like hell yeah i hit them with that shit and then, i i gotta say it's to, in my opinion it's the first just just me and drill the other stuff is 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 not as funny with the other celebrities but just putting it on me and drill uh definitely the first funny thing he's ever done i have um, to i would be surprised if he has a second funny. funny thing left in him but he, he at least has that first. Matt, he, 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 he focused joke. that group. He focus group that joke for like two weeks before he launched, waiting for that exact moment and spent like $100,000 doing it. But he got <laughs> one funny joke. Right, right. And you do have to hand it to him. It was genuinely pretty funny. Like yeah, watching the whole like drill ordeal, like change his name and then get like get a new check like every couple of minutes and then him antagonizing. Every, I, it was just it was a wonderful time. It was it was right. a really funny time. Right, because people should people should know, like without a doubt, like Drill obviously. First of all, me me having quotes from Drill that was not previously published, um, and uh, him being so prominent in this campaign, like it's it was like a huge like crossover of worlds that you would have never imagined previously. Like weird Twitter, which is this fairly small like it's really obviously a big thing on twitter but outside twitter no one knows what the hell that is um this like specific funny account subculture on twitter like actually doing this weird internet battle with elon musk of all people like that that is, that is fucking hilarious <laughs> um and and so you know so elon did that and then uh, maybe like within like 20, 30 minutes, other people started getting their blue check, their blue check marks. I think the first person I saw after Drill and myself was uh, Hassan. He got a blue check mark. And then one by one, they started to pop up. And I th- think now that the the deal basically is that almost every account that has more than 1 million followers has a complimentary 
Twitter blue subscription complete with the blue check mark. Now, there are some uh, caveats where he clearly specified he didn't want certain people to get it. Uh, for example, uh, Jack Dorsey, the former owner and uh, the former co-founder that and CEO of Twitter, fucking he rocks. did not receive a blue check. <laughs> Imagine still being he's the only one who is still mad at Jack Dorsey. I have promised so many different times that we would be nice if you came back, Jack. Why? Nice why? Uh, why is he mad at Jack Dorsey? Now, here, here's the weird thing. Like, he has been really defensive of, of uh, Jack Dorsey for a while. Like, when the when Matt Taibbi dropped those first Twitter files and accidentally doxed Jack Dorsey's email address, which actually uses the dot pizza domain name, which then in turn created this scenario where all these weirdo freak conspiracy theorists started harassing Jack Dorsey, saying he's a, a child molester because he uses a pizza related email address because That's of the whole a pizza throwback. gate thing. If you don't know right. that reference, don't. Don't Google it. You don't need that information. If you don't know that reference, uh, uh, stop listening to this podcast. How, how fucking old are you? You're like 16? What else are you doing? Yeah, how do you, you not know about is, QAnon? If you, if you don't know about QAnon and you're listening to this podcast, it's because I have revealed face and you know my name and you're a former student of mine and you want to hear what I'm talking about. And frankly, you should go to bed. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover QAnon someday i'm sure it'll yeah, come back it's gonna but, make a comeback but i didn't realize they had they had beef like what is the what's the problem so 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 i think the beef now is that jack dorsey uh after saying uh back in april or or march of last year that elon musk is the per perfect person to take over twitter <laughs> uh i think he's regretting those words because he is promoting uh, a few different alternatives to Twitter. He's part of this like uh, uh, weird uh, like blockchain based decentralized social network called like Nostr or something like that that no regular person is going to use. It's for the the blockchain weirdos. But then he also is heavily involved with the uh, the social media platform that you guys just mentioned earlier. Um, the um uh what blue was sky. it blue sky blue sky yep. right so that's that's like his baby so um i think uh, we all know how musk feels about the alternatives right he he blocked mastodon uh oh the substack one too happened he, he and then substack right there was that whole drama with matt taibbi with uh what was it substack notes mm -hmm. yeah and right. he and he unfollowed matt taibbi <laughs> <laughs> Well, Matt Taibbi's baby. completely I, severed. He Matt Taibbi moved over to uh, what's it called? True Social. He's not posting on Twitter anymore. Like he's completely <laughs> severed his relationship. I forgot he went to right. Truth Social. He's completely I severed his relationship with Twitter. That. What do you What do you guys think about Truth Social? Because I've been singing its praises. I think it's the best Twitter clone out there, in my opinion. In terms uh, of features I, I think... or in terms of freaks? <laughs> Freaks for but sure. I would actually say both. Um, and now that Twitter's ads are also insane dog shit, basically Truth Social is better than Twitter at this point, in my opinion. I I've really enjoyed because I've I've spent time posting on there. I've really enjoyed using Truth Social, especially as like an alternative persona of mine, where I'm like a right wing weirdo. <laughs> so I've posted like a lot of like insane shit on there that I have a lot of fun 
with. But I have to say, I think I've had more fun with Blue Sky today than I've say, ever yeah, had with True Social. Blue Sky, Blue Sky has been great. I don't like the ats on Blue Sky. The fact that it's your name plus like it's at for me, it's like at Wack Nicholson dot BSKY. Yeah, that's something. a little. You can little... do a custom domain. We might do. I was thinking about maybe doing like a Western Kabuki. Uh, vanity domain thing also you realize the reason that it's only that it's fun right now is because there's like tens of thousands of people not that many people and it's going to become as soon as the shitheads show up (laughs) as soon as the brands are there it's over but we're gonna fight that fight when it happens yeah you say that but i would really i would really love to see a new brand enter the fold i feel like we've heard from wendy's i feel like we've heard from slim gins (laughs) uh corn nuts (laughs) i would uh steakums i would really like to hear from i would really like to hear from like snap-on tools Uh, (laughs) i would really like to hear from alaska airlines i would really like to hear from from some really niche companies that that are very important to a certain subsection of the population um I feel like that was the case with corn nuts and old black guys, and now I want it to be like a thing for like, uh, like like Cessna. I hope that yeah. the company Cessna. Like Makita drill heads out there. Let's yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send uh, out some invites. I'll I'll I want, I'll, I want, spread, I'll spread some invites out there. I want I'll see what Ryobi I can do. tools to threaten a terrorist attack on Makita. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, we can make it happen. I did have a question for you, Matt, which is that. Uh, not long after all of this went down, I briefly went into, but could not stick around in a Twitter space. You went into where like a bunch of, you know, like Ian miles Chong and a bunch of other recognizable goons were trying to call you out for block the blue and for making fun of, uh, you know, uh, people spending $8. I was curious how that went down. <laughs> Right, right. It's 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 weird because um, you know, it's it's a it's this Twitter space guy. It's like this this like crypto guy who runs who's become known on Twitter for just running these really long daily Twitter spaces that all these rando like uh LinkedIn types and right wing Twitter influencers go on. The and, all in podcast, they always make an appearance. Right, right. But the weird thing is they don't act how they do in their tweets. Like they they drop their whole persona almost. Like there was there's a few of them who continue on, but like Ian Miles Chung drops the whole like you know if you if you read his tweets about you know the times me and him have gone gone at it, um, you know he he you would think the guy is uh you know uh, thinks I'm the worst person in the world or a groomer or something, and then on the in that chat. He's like, you know, I, I'm. Someone asked me if I was going to like take legal action or something, and I was like about the Twitter blue thing. And my opinion on that is, I'm not going to because I think it'll be much more interesting for literally any other any other celebrity who uh, any one of those celebrities I should say because I'm not a celebrity. Any one of those other people who got it who are celebrities, it would be way more interesting for them to go after Musk because their damages will probably be a lot more than whatever I could argue my damages are. I mean, I bet they could argue that. This whole thing, uh, it was actually good for me. And you know what? They would be right. <laughs> um, I would love so, to see a class action lawsuit that is just like LeBron James, Stephen King, and and Drill sitting in a courtroom. <laughs> and and I know he's like come out and he's like saying his name and stuff now, but it would be very funny if he still showed up 
with his like uh like the the Jack Nicholson mask and just like sat next <laughs> to like Serena right. Williams and all these people. Right. I don't want to know what so, Drill looks like or his name. That's 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 like still my business. That's it's exactly no, none of my he, business. No, he did it. He did. No, it I know he real. did. Still I know he did. Business. But I, it's none of my business. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Guys. I don't want to know. Wow. Do you remember that part in okay. Spider Man Two where uh where Spider Man he's a mask hero comes off and mm-hmm. the, the, everybody just <laughs> agrees to quietly put it back on and never mention it again. But it's different because that happened like ten years ago. He got doxxed on Tumblr. And people did that, and now he's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm I'm doing an interview, and you guys, <laughs> Alex, will you like, bleep that? Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> we're not yeah, meant right. to know it's certain like, things. We're we're not. Right. It, it's yeah. No, no, no. I already right. forgot what you said. This is forbidden knowledge, <laughs> like uh, Prometheus with fire. We don't need that information. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so in that in that Twitter space, um, you know, Ian Miles Chong. I always we were talking about if I was going to do anything, and I was just like, you know, I'm no, no no one's seeing Matt Binder with the check mark and being like, oh, this has been endorsed by Matt. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> and so Ian Miles Chong out of nowhere is like, oh, you would be surprised, uh, Matt. You know, I think you're way more influential. Uh, than some of these other celebrities on Twitter, and I'm like, this is coming from this guy. Like, what, 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 <laughs> weird, what a weird, what a weird thing is going on in this Twitter space. So anyway, like, I think that the takeaway for that space is um, they probably thought before that conversation that this was like a political statement, and I'm sure for some people it is. Like, you know, in the back of your mind, I'm sure none of uh, us want to give eight dollars. To uh, Elon Musk when he's doing his whole big right wing, you know, aside from being a billionaire, his whole right wing turn shitting on trans people, especially going after uh, trans kids, like just openly on his Twitter account. Like, you know, every billionaire is an a-hole. Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, they're all bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, there are still these horrible companies that just because we live in a society, we do buy their products and services. Um, but I, I do think Musk has taken it to a, a slightly higher, worse level that these other guys have not crossed over into, at least yet. It's the Twitter fun. Hey, this is Alex. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this free episode of Western Kabuki. There is another entire hour of conversation with Matt Bender on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Western Kabuki. He gets into some real wild stuff, including the time he visited Tim Pool's compound. You should check it out. Uh, you can also follow Matt Bender at uh, twitter.com slash Matt Bender or patreon.com slash Matt Bender. Um, all right. Hope to see you on the Patreon. Thanks so much.